to always say yes to opportunity because you never know where it will go because i said yes to like a, a speech at the kenya gala and now i'm here i i think i grew a lot from kenya because it made me like more confident like i learned the leadership leadership skills from kenya that i can use when i'm playing sports like it taught me a lot welcome to real life stories with real life leaders i'm divya sharma and i'm nolan bicknell Welcome to the show and thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Real Life Stories with Real Life Leaders is highlighting stories from some incredible storytellers connected through the Can You program. Uh, they're all emerging leaders in as many different sectors in our cities. Speaking of the different sectors in our city, we have two emerging leaders, Can You and the Winnipeg Foundation, who have, you know, for many, many years led the pathway in philanthropy, supporting young leaders and so much more the programs that they offer. So today we have one of these emerging leaders with us. Welcome to the show, Ganit. Thank you so much for having me. So today we are talking about you and how you are a leader. And we're asking everyone the first question, what is your story? So if you could take us back to your childhood, where did it all get started? And how did you become the person that you are today? Ever since I was young, I always play like some sort of sport. Like I was like really active. I loved being outside, like mostly every kid does. But mm -hmm. as I started getting older, like I was like I really like sports. Like I feel like that's something I'm good at. And so like I tried a lot of sports. I like tried soccer, taekwondo, karate, dance. What else did I do? Like I did hockey and lacrosse. But then I like. When I started getting older, like about when I was in grade eight, I'm like, I really like lacrosse. I think I want to go somewhere with it. And then I started playing lacrosse. I'm like, I didn't really like it at first because I was not very good at it. But like everything you do first, you're not really good at it until like you keep trying, keep like failing and like trying to learn from the fa failures. And when I first started playing lacrosse, I was like, near, it was near when the Canada Summer Games was. And I was like wanted to try out, but I didn't really because I thought I was not really good enough to try out. So that kind of gave me motivation to try out from the next Canada Games or the next Team Manitoba team so I can be like good enough to try out. Um, so when I got that courage, I tried out for Team Manitoba and surprisingly I made it. Awesome. And we trained every day really hard and when we went to the tournament, I got put on, like, the first row. And then I did the draws, which is, like, if you do the draws, like, you got to be a little good, you know? It's a scrum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're talking about lacrosse, right? Mm -hmm. It's a vicious sport from what I've watched people play it. Have you ever been injured? Have you ever, like, gotten yeah. concussions or anything? Or, like, tell me about maybe the worst ever injury you've had. Um, The worst? Like, I, I've never gotten an injury from lacrosse, I think. Because I have, like, a really bad knee. Like, I hurt it a lot. But, like, I don't think I've, like, any got anything worse than that. Okay. Like, I've not really gotten that much hurt, you know? Not, like, permanently hurt? But is there, a temp is there like, you know, smaller injuries? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. During nationals, I hurt my ankle so bad. It's, like, whenever I play lacrosse, I always hurt this ankle because it's, it's, like, my weaker ankle, not my good ankle. <laughs> so, uh -huh. like, I always hurt it. And it's kind of annoying because, like, I want to play, but it hurts. So, like, my mom doesn't really want me to play when it hurts, but, like, I still do, even though I know I'm not supposed to because I really want to play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's, like, the worst injury. Yeah. That's not bad. I've G never gotten a concussion. That's good. Yeah. Can you, one thing I remember from your story, from the stories, y'all, is 
um, the chant that people would say like Arabikini. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want want you to sort of touch on maybe what that meant for you. And I know that you talked a little bit about your injury then as well. So if you can maybe mention that injury, I know it's one of many, but mm-hmm. I know that one specifically really helped you. So let's talk about it. Um, so. When you play sports and like people are cheering you on and saying your name specifically, it kind of like gives you like a little boost. It's like, oh, these people think I'm really good. Adrenaline. <laughs> like, like the like I have like, it gives me like some sort of like motivation. It's like, oh my god, I'm playing so good that they want to like cheer me on. When I was at nationals and they're cheering my name like specifically, like it was so weird. Like I've never had that happen, and it was like especially from people. I've played against like from different provinces mm. and wow. they're cheering me on it's like I don't know it gives like a little ego boost like it gives you like a little boost just to play and like my knees like were really bad <laughs> like oh. they were so bad to the point where I sometimes could not even walk oh, no. but like that helped me kind of move forward it's like I want my knees to be good and strong so I can keep playing because I really like to play lacrosse and so I went to all the doctor's appointments, all the physiotherapy. I did all, I did everything my physiotherapist told me. I worked, I did my workouts. And I got to a point where my knees are doing much better than they used to. Like at least now I can walk normally after practice. For, for people just listening, I mean, you're going into grade 11. You're describing, so, you know, someone who's like 40 years old and got bad <laughs> knees and bad ankles. And like, so... Take care of yourself. Be careful. Listen to your mom. when, you, If you're playing injured, you have to be, you know, you have to be smart. You want to be playing for another 20 years, not just a couple years, yeah. right? Um, maybe talk about the team dynamic because you, you mentioned taekwondo, karate. Those are individual sports. But lacrosse, hockey, soccer, those are all team sports. And it kind of changes the dynamic of if you're injured or if you're, you know, playing with a group of, of like-minded individuals, it kind of helps you get that boost to get out there and, and finish the game or whatever. So j- maybe just talk about the team dynamic, being a leader on a team and what that what that's like when you're, you know, in the uh, in the dressing room and getting ready for a games. Are you one of the people who's kind of hyping people up and getting everyone fired up or are you more quiet or what, what's your leadership technique when you're on that team in that in that uh in in that dressing room sorry honestly it depends like how we did on the game like Mm. it depends on how i played like i'm like i'm really happy on how everyone plays how they did really good but i'm like really hard on myself i think that every athlete does that um in the dressing room i usually try to hype everyone up if i think i played really good even if i didn't play really good i still try to hype up everyone because playing a team sport is not really easy. It's, like, hard because, like, you want to score the goals, but, like, you have to work as a team to mm-hmm. score the goals and win because you can't win alone. You have, you have to, like, you win as a team. You lose as a team and you win as a team. My coach always says that. A hundred percent. Have you ever considered, like, coaching in the future or so- anything like that? Or what, what, are, what do you see your future uh, with sports? Are you just going to ride it as long as you can and just keep playing and playing and playing and, and going higher, higher levels? Or what's what's your hope for the future? Uh, my hope is to go, like, to university for lacrosse and play there. And I was thinking about doing coaching because I like to give back to my community because if – I was a ref and I time kept for lacrosse and mm-hmm. hockey. Without refs, you can't really play, right? You have mm-hmm. to give back to the community for it to grow. Um, my brother plays sports too, so like, if I can coach his team, I would do that. Ref, time keep, whatever you need, I'll be there, you know? Because I want the, like, I want kids to play, 
games and like you know it for it to grow because I think it's really important for like kids to play sports because it teaches you a lot mm-hmm. can you I think you touched on some really really big points here but one thing I definitely am getting from this is the idea of mentorship and having you know the ability to give back in some capacity so could you tell me maybe a time where you had a mentor and what that was like when I first started playing lacrosse I was like not really good I was like really bad and I had this one coach who like was different from the rest of the coach he like because like I was like like basically one of the only girls that started playing lacrosse because when I played there was like maybe two other girls Mm. and this one coach he was like super nice like he actually thought I could like you know go far with it he like saw the potential in me and always would encourage me and tell me the things like what I can work on to improve my skill so with him like thinking I can actually go far and seeing a potential in me it like gave me something like gave me like hope motivation that I can go far with this and it just inspired me to like try my best every day like practice every day and work on the skills I need to. That's one of the themes that I'm seeing in so many of our episodes here is that if you have that one person that Mm -hmm. just believes in you and says that you can do it and encourages you and just tries to like motivate you to keep practicing and keep trying, like that's all you really need. But if you don't have that person, it it can feel so like demoralizing and, and, and difficult to do. Are, are, are you finding yourself now? I mean, you're going into grade 11, but are you finding yourself a mentor? And is, did you say you had a brother? Is he younger? Yeah, he is. So would you consider yourself a mentor to him? Or are you thinking of yourself in that terms now that you, you have some of these life experiences and being able to play in Regina and other, other cities? Like, are you now finding yourself a mentor as well? Yes, I am. I try to mentor my brother as much as I could. Does he listen? Uh, <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> yeah yeah well so what's that dynamic like how uh, what what sorts of things are you trying to impart like what wisdom are you passing down I want like this wisdom I'm trying to pass down is that sometimes like people don't want girls to play sports because mm-hmm. they think it's not like girly enough like only guys can play sports like I want to pass down that everyone can play sports it's not just a guy's sport there's like girls can play too you know because like when I first started playing lacrosse, there was literally just all guys at the camp, and it was kind of like, it was kind of not fun because they would just bully you because you're the only girl. Mm. I'm like really happy to see now that when I go to a camp, like a lacrosse camp, I see so many girls. Like I'm happy that like the girls are starting to play because like they should not like be bullied away from it. Cause I had a coach. She she used to play lacrosse in BC, and her dad did not want to coach her mm. because like. He was saying it's not a girl sport. Like, he, like, just didn't want her to play because it's, like, a boy sport, Hmm. which I don't Mm -hmm. think it's true. Like, girls can play too. For sure. You're proving it. Yeah. Yeah. Guinea, that's such a powerful message for, I guess, for everyone in the studio right now, but for our listeners as well. I also just wanted to ask you, you know, you're talking about making impact and you certainly made an impact on everyone who's here and with just sharing that message, but... I know you're also moving very soon. Uh, so what do you hope to take with you from Winnipeg to inspire even more leadership in your new school? Um, well, I hope to bring um, from Winnipeg is like, just like my leadership, um, like trying to grow the sport more because mm-hmm. when I move, I'm obvi- like, I'm still gonna go play and I'm gonna try to like be a good leader to everyone. So like, that more people will start to play and try to like um, 
bring people like more girls to join the sport and um i would probably like i don't know um it's kind of hard question because i love winnipeg i've like grown up here like i've like like found my people you know and like just moving is like you got to make your own people you got to reinvent yourself i could like be anyone i want to be like no one would know like me from here you know that's true what would you say to yourself if you could get traveled back in time right now and talk to yourself when you first started lacrosse if you were also on that team and then a young ganit showed up what would you tell that young ganit just starting out that you wish you would have been told back then when you were getting bullied um to never give up and like always say yes to every opportunity i wish i said like yes to every opportunity I could. I wish I tried out for the Canada Summer Games because I know I would have excelled at it and I would have learned new skills. I probably would have been a little better, but it's okay. Now I learned my lesson that I will always say yes to every opportunity that comes my way. Beautiful. I mean, it's hard though. Like fear is such a powerful emotion. And if you're scared of failure, then it can sometimes, you know, you're, you're scared to say yes to things, but like what, what are some tools or some, some, uh, some techniques that you've used to sort of quell those fears. Cause it's lacrosse is a scary game. Like if I'm being, I've watched people and you just get hacked and there's probably people that you're playing against twice your size. Mm -hmm. So what are you telling yourself to, to get over those fears when you're getting into the scrums and you're, you know, taking the face off and stuff? I honestly like, I just, that's like a hard question to ask. Like what I mentally do to prepare myself, like say I played a game, like I'll watch the game, over again and see what I could improve on. And then I'll also look at the stuff I did really good on so I can be like, okay, uh, do a mental note. Okay, I need to work on that. If I work on that, I can like improve my skill and like maybe not get hurt that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've always thought that, you know, those butterflies before a big mm -hmm. game, that's a good thing because you really you're you care you want to do well and you can <clears throat> you can kind of use that to 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 propel yourself to greatness a little bit but like what's it like when you're sitting in the dressing room getting ready to go for those finals or you know the b-side finals or wherever you, you said in regina what what are you telling yourself internally when you're getting ready to go out there and and play um i always tell myself to focus on myself like mm. what you can control what i can control because i can't control the whole team because everyone has a part on the team. I'm just gonna try my best and like my hardest on the floor, try to like stop, like get the ball, shoot some goals and try my hardest. Focus on self. Yeah. Yeah, it's important for sure. That's right. Um, do you have any other, you know, words of wisdom for our, our listeners today? And especially, I do wanna ask you, for younger girls who might be, you know, listening to you and, and look up to someone like you who don't have a role model in their life necessarily. I would tell them to like, just try it because you never know, like you could, I used to like not like dance and soccer, but like my mom like forced me to try cause she's like, it'll be fun. You need some activity, right? And then I loved it. But I think you should always try because you never know what you'll like, you know? I had a coach who always, said I can't remember who the quote is by but it was like nobody cares work harder so <laughs> like no one's gonna care about your like your practice your training but everyone's gonna care when you start playing and you're really good and they're like how is she so good well because of the practice they'll never see like the amount of time you practiced you failed 
they'll only see your failures, you know what I mean? Never your success. Mm-hmm. The theme that I'm seeing with you is if you get knocked down, get right back up. Yeah. And where, where did that come from? Was it a parent or a sibling or a friend or who instilled that in you? Um, I had like an older sister growing up and I like I had older cousins and like they would bully me like you know how cousins and siblings bully yeah. you they would bully me but like I always got back up because you know you have to because I'm gonna believe in more but like I don't really like if I got injured like you can see like all my videos like whenever I got hit I would get up back up immediately because I don't really like just laying there I need to play I love I love to play I think that's reason i get up so quickly i love it it's beautiful anything else you'd like to ask i think that's pretty much all in my agony i think there's so much that we can learn from you and i took away a lot i'm sure our listeners will too get back up i love to hear it uh anything else you'd like to leave us before we let you go um just to always say yes to opportunities because can you always like one thing i know can you taught me i don't i know everyone has Kenya has taught like to always say yes to opportunities because you never know where it will go because I said yes to like a, a speech at the Kenya gala and now I'm here I I think I grew a lot from Kenya because it made me like more confident like I learned the leadership leadership skills from Kenya that I can use when I'm playing sports like it taught me a lot Wonderful. Well, good luck on your trip to Calgary and your new life that you're starting. I know you're going to be absolutely, you're going to kill it. You're a a star and uh, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Real Life Stories with Real Life Leaders is recorded live in the CJMU studios in downtown Winnipeg. Produced in partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation and Can You Canada, Real Life Stories with Real Life Leaders is hosted by Nolan Bicknell and Divya Sharma. Production help from Daniel Reimer. If you'd like to hear more about Can You Canada and the work they do in Winnipeg, please visit canucanada.org. And if you'd like to hear more stories from emerging leaders in our city at the Can You Stories Gala, visit canucanada.org slash storiesgala. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.